Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows it's called the Sea Breeze. Don't make us say it. We're here to talk to you tonight about Deadpool 2. As always, I'm your host, Joe, and I have with me my two sugar bears. Sequel. The podcast that can hear you rummaging around in there. That was my other line. And Corey. The podcast where let's fuck some shit up is the is my legal middle name. Before we talk about Deadpool 2, though, we got an email. We have a second email that's about Deadpool, so that's later. But we got an email from Alex responding to our 100th episode, which if you haven't tuned into it yet, it's a two-parter. And, and it's long. Strap in. My power's still on now. We're recording in the correct place. So Alex's email is called Explain Yourself. Uh-oh. It's in quotes. Alex writes, So, I'm listening to ZTH100, and the Chick-fil-A comment came up. I'm a native Long Islander, somewhat forcibly, living in Virginia for school. And everyone down here, and across the rest of the South, talks up CFA like it's the second coming of Christ. It is. <laughs> in reality, it is an overpriced niche restaurant that gets a lot of steam through marketing ploys. Quote-unquote, Christian fast food serves chicken primarily. The food is just okay, no more or less than the average of other fast food places, and it certainly doesn't warrant the absurd $7 plus per meal nonsense it gets away. It gets because Wendy's doesn't know how to deliver a mixtape to CFA to say, we do the same thing for cheaper. Yeah. Wendy's combos on New York are uh, pretty pricey. Yeah, it's 7 8 bucks. You're yeah. not getting a combo on Long Island for less than 7 8 bucks. No. So if I'm going to spend 7 or 8 bucks for a combo, I'll spend... Eight or nine bucks and get real fucking chicken and not that pink slime that they bred and deep fry. Wendy's will cut off like the four for four. four, I was about to say, the four for four is what you get now. It's not worth getting. I got a regular meal at Wendy's. It was not worth it. Exactly. Four for four. Chick-fil-A doesn't have those gimmicks, though. No, it doesn't. (laughs) And if you're living in Virginia and you're worried about Chick-fil-A... Man, ain't there Bojangles and shit down there? Go, Bojangles. Go to, a, go to a real southern fast food joint. That's you, have, you have Waffle House there. If you're eating anything other than Waffle House for breakfast, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Anyway, he continues. I'm more against the hype than the objective food quality, which I think is average, not necessarily bad. The milkshakes are dope, though. I imagine it's around 94.6 grams of sugar per square inch, but God come down and help me each Christmas when that peppermint-ish comes down and threatens me with that type 2 diabetes. That was a sentence. <laughs> yeah. And he says, 90% of the population is named Alex, in quotes. Also, we should definitely hang out when I'm back on Long Island. I don't hate anyone. And definitely send me that paper on Prometheus. This was a lot of fun. Always appreciate this podcast. Keep up the dope work. God bless, Alex. So, Matt, since you're not listening, I'll tell you anyway. <laughs> send me your Prometheus paper to send to Alex. Please and thank you. And thank you, Alex. If you want to be like Alex and send an email to us, listen to a previous episode where I said the email. No, podcast at gmail.com. Boom! <laughs> I'll never avoid the boom again. Nope. nope. <laughs> at least you got two boom once. I did. I did twice on the 100. Nice. So that was our email. We're going to get back into the familiar segment, what we've been watching. Corey, what'd you watch? I watched Heat again. Because we talked about it during the hundredth, sweet man. So it's a long movie. It is. I haven't seen it yet. Pushing three it's hours. Like it's almost three it is. Hours yeah, it's three long, hours long, but it's so much fun. Directed by Michael Mann. I know that one. <laughs> and then I watched one more episode of Evil Genius. Did you? Did we talk about Evil Genius at all? On no, no. we were watching it for the hundredth, so we didn't do a. What oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, well, then I'll break the ice on Evil Genius. Sequel brought up a new true crime documentary on Netflix called Evil Genius, and it is good. Yeah, we don't know yet. We're not really sure. It's, it's certainly interesting. It's, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting enough to keep going too. The next episode's solid. 
My favorite aspect of it is we watched it together, but separately, and just chatted about it. Yeah. That was a lot of fun for me. That was a lot. That was a lot of fun. If only I'd been in on that. I had to watch by my lonesome. <laughs> You're just a little late to the party. In the dark, alone, scared. <laughs> but what was hysterical was that. So me and Sequel watched episode one and two in real time together, and then the following day, Joe watched episode one. And I he did gets, that night. Oh, you did it that night. So when he gets to a, a certain part that we both texted each other, was like, "Holy, Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> We knew where Joe was because he also texted the two of us at the same moment. Like, <laughs> Holy shit! So, watch episode one. If it hooks you, it hooks you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I can see. There's a big not. holy shit moment in episode one. There really Fairly is. early on. Yeah. Within the first 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So that's pretty much it. Just evil genius in the heat. Well, not the heat. 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 Different. The, the, the heat, heat is, is a, a different movie. Team. Also and, that. And a Sandra Bullock... Melissa McCarthy movie. That's pretty funny. It's a good movie. I really enjoy that movie. I've never seen it, but I don't like Melissa McCarthy movies, so I probably wouldn't like it. Okay, yeah. I would say... I love Melissa McCarthy. It's her best. I'd say so. Bridesmaids, you guys see The Boss? The Boss is, is terrible. Oh, the Boss is terrible. Tammy, I didn't like it all either. I didn't, I didn't see, see Tammy. Tammy. I, liked her, I liked her role in Bridesmaids, but I, I really liked her performance in... She's fine in Bridesmaids. I feel like she, she took that type of... That that type of personality she had in Bridesmaids turned it up to eleven and became a South a cop in South Boston, and that's the heat. She's in a serious movie coming out. Really, that looks kind of interesting. I think it's called. I think it's called in her words, but I could be totally wrong. No she's idea. A, she's like a struggling author. That's like something where she's inscribing classic literature as if she was that author and selling it. So she's like an art forger, but with written words. Pretty much. And uh, it's based on a true story, but it it looked like a pretty interesting premise. I think it's called In Her Words. I could be totally, totally, totally wrong with that. Before you start looking it up, what did you watch? Oh, I watched (laughs) um, the uh, Borg McEnroe movie starring Shia LaBeouf as John McEnroe. I watched that last night. It's That movie had a lot of potential to be really good, but it's not that good. And my main criticism is they focus too much on Borg and not enough on McEnroe. Like, they show Borg's childhood and McEnroe's childhood a little bit. It's not an even split. If it was more of an even split, I would have liked it a lot more, because McEnroe's a lot more interesting to me. They're both tennis players. I don't know. My mind went immediately to Star Trek when you said Borg. Bjorn Borg was the most famous tennis player at the time, and McEnroe was up and coming, and they developed a rivalry and had a pretty incredible... Wimbledon final match, which is what the movie uh, centers around. Does anybody remember that parody movie with Jesse? I think it's Jesse Eisenberg, Andy Samberg, Andy Samberg. Called was it Five Days in Hell? Five Days in Hell, something like that. Phenomenal. It was fucking hysterical. That came out. That was a good. I actually don't know about that. That was a good HBO Go find for me. I'm like, what is this? And then like, uh, the parody of the Queen of England in that is a. one of the best yeah. I've ever heard. And you do not have the name right. I figured I didn't. But it's... it's You were well, on the right track? Yeah. It's called Can You Ever Forgive Me? Can You Ever Forgive Me? I wasn't on the right track at all. <laughs> Is that the most McCarthy movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In your own words, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah. They're all words. They're all, They're all yep. words. It's a title. Sentences. One's a question, one's <laughs> not... Well, like, just that type of... Phrasing? Yeah. Phrasing. It just, like, I feel like they're in the same vein. I also watched um, 13 Reasons Why Season 2. 
And this should have stopped at one, in my opinion. That's fair. I'll let you know when I finish. Yeah, I'm not going to get into details, but um, this is not as good. I wouldn't call it bad, but it's it's definitely controversial. I guess the first one was controversial, but this is a different oh, yeah. sort of controversy. So uh, I'll let you finish it, Joe, and we'll, we'll chat about it. I appreciate it. There you go. Joe, what have you been watching? I watched uh, some stuff. I watched Deadpool 1 again. Nice. Before this movie. Good choice. I think I gave it four stones. It was our second episode, so I wasn't sure how I wanted to rate movies yet. The movie deserves at least a five, so I'm saying it right now. I'm giving it five. Changing okay. that. You gave it five. Uh, you weren't there. You emailed them. Yeah, I emailed them and gave it five. And we were kind of down on it. Yes. I feel. Yeah. Everybody was pretty down on it. I don't know what happened to me that day, because that movie... I remember our main, my fancy. Our main criticism idea. of it, which I was going to bring up later. I'll still bring it up later on. Uh, I started watching a show on Netflix. It's called Pacific Heat. It's like if Archer was Australian. Oh, wow. Animated? Yeah. It's a lot like Archer, so if you like Archer, you'll like that. It's really quick. Like, all the jokes are, like, completely passed over in sentences that people say. And I really like that style. So there have been some lines that really got me in this. It's, it's very pleasing to me. What? What's up? Are you suggesting that it's funny, you have to listen? Yes, like like me. Like you? It's funny, you have to listen. It's the Joe of animated Netflix originals. Checks out. There will never be another. And then I watched two movies. Amazon decided to add all the Rocky movies on Ooh, Prime. Which ones? Well, first I'm, two? I only watched the first one so far. I'm going to watch all of them. You've seen the first one before, right? Yeah. You find it boring. I did not like it at all the first time. I like it... A bit more this time. I still have problems. I don't like Adrian stuff in the movie. The, all the scenes and interactions with her, I feel like Stillen sucks at writing dialogue. He does. And, like, character actions are weird. The story of this movie is great. Like, if he would have focused more on that and, like, gotten, like, a ghostwriter to help him out with, like, dialogue and interactions of characters, it would have been way better. Also, Paul E. is, like, pointless in the movie. They spend so much time with him, and he doesn't do anything. Okay. But I really enjoyed it much more than I did the first time, so sure. I'm actually looking forward to look, watching the second one as opposed to when I saw it, like, probably six or seven years ago. I was like, well, I'm never watching this again. The second one's my personal favorite, but many people don't share that opinion, so I'm curious to... I will let you know. I've heard that four is the best, but that's four because is, it's silly. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the one camp. Well, the one is the best movie, Oh, There's no. a difference between best, <laughs> best and favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the one well, you is, think two is a better movie than one? No, two, two is, like two is my personal favorite. Okay, I gotcha. just really like the. That's fair. I'll say. I'll, I'll find out yeah. which one is my favorite. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, the fact that he loses the fight makes one like so endearing to me. Right, and they reshot the ending because the original ending he loses, but he kind of like just goes silently down the tunnel, puts his arm around Adrian, and they kind of, like, walk away. Yeah. I think that was actually one of the movie posters for it. And audiences hated it. I don't like that. No, yeah. It yeah. just tested terribly. So they reshot it to have a happy celebration loss in the, in the middle mm. of the ring, which was... Because he lost, but he won. Because, like, that was his... He's like, I know I can't beat Apollo. I just want to go the distance. Nobody's ever gone the distance with Creed before. Yeah. And I know if I do that, I won't be just another bum from the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, that was beautiful. I love that part. And there's another... I got emotional during that fight a lot. There's another cool part for, for like, behind the scenes. 
So, you remember where he goes, the poster's, poster's wrong, Mr. Jurgens, I'm wearing white trunks yeah. with, with a red stripe? They ordered a poster of white trunks and a red stripe for the movie, and it came wrong. So he looked at it and said, I'm adding this into the <laughs> <laughs> Is it really mad at kid? <laughs> I had a friend who was big in... A friend of mine in high school was, like, the cross-country star. For the high school, really, really good at it. You know, running long distances. I think that's all you do in cross-country. But one one uh, one summer, he decided he was going to do the Rocky Run. Like, do that path that he does when he trains. Isn't this something like 40 miles? It is. It's 40 miles, because if you go in order, you have to double back, like, nine times. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Like, you go up, like, 25 blocks to, like, loop around to come back... You go out of the city for like four or five miles to come back into the city to get to the art, to go all the way across the city again to get to the art museum. So he passed out. Yeah, no, he, he got, I think... He, it's like two, almost two marathons, right? Yeah, I think almost what happened marathon. was... Uh, and he did that every day. Yeah, he he planned on doing it, but then he actually mapped it out before he ran it. was like, no, nah, this can't be done. This isn't, this isn't logical. <laughs> One more cool movie fact about Rocky. Go for it. They filmed the fight backwards, which is which is really cool when you think about it, because they put all the makeup and all the water on them to make it appear that they're really tired, and then as the rounds progress, they just take a little bit more makeup off because it's easier to do that way, and they're running out of time to film uh, to film the movie. Really? Yes. Hmm. And they pull it off pretty flawlessly, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I guess it helps that like the middle five rounds of that fight are just... The sounds of people getting punched in the face, but not actually seeing very much. It's the shortest fight scene in a Rocky movie. <laughs> I don't love the passage of time in the fight, because they completely gloss over the fact that it's like, oh, so you just see the three come up. It's like, it's the third round already? This is this is how long he was supposed to go down in. <laughs> yeah, Creed in three. Yeah. So that was Rocky. And the other movie I watched was the original Dracula from the 1930s. Bela Lugosi? Sure. Or Nosferatu. Nosferatu is Max Shrek. That's, uh... I think that's 20s, right? I thought so. Isn't that the character from Batman Returns? Max Shrek? Max Shrek. Max Shrek is also... Yeah, but he's the name of the actor that I plays believe you, but... Nosferatu. No, I wasn't... No, it was just Dracula. Okay. It was, like, 1931 I Dracula. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to the credits. The movie's fine... I'm sure that movie was scary at some point to some people, but I made a lot of jokes at its, at, at its expense, and I'm sorry, Dracula. I mean, in 1930s, it was probably terrifying. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah but like today. By our standards today, the, the shit I've seen on Netflix alone, <laughs> some dude holding his hand out, looking at me weird. I mean, in real life, that would creep me out, but on a movie screen, I'm fine with it. About Lugosi. Um, as a kid, I was pretty into the Universal Monsters. Dracula scared me the most. Like, that's the one, like, we, me and my dad used to rent movies from Blockbuster. I did that one less, because it's just something about him, man. Gotta do that first. Freak Get that out of the way. My favorite was Wolfman. I love the... Uh, I've seen Wolfman. Frankenstein. Frankenstein was yours. I haven't seen the, the original Frankenstein yet. I've seen Young. I've seen the Robert De Niro one. Well, wow. Forgot that existed. Yep, I'm in that camp. It's a, it's a movie. I watched you it for a class. It, it was like science fiction movies. I watched a lot in that. Anyway... So that's what we've been watching. Let's get into our general thoughts about... No, the movie movie facts. facts. Movie facts. I forgot to write that down. I'm out of practice. The movie facts were Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 came out this year, which is 2018. It's rated R, and it's one hour and 59 minutes long. Its director's name is David Leach, and he's directed 
I wanted to say two movies that we've already done, but one movie that we've already done. He directed the first John Wick, and is like uncredited for it. And he also directed Atomic Blonde. We haven't done John Wick one, right? No. Who directed last year's Deadpool? Uh, Tim Miller. Okay. This mo- this one stars Ryan Reynolds, Josh Brolin, Marina Bakarin, Julian Dennison, Zazie Beetz, T.J. Miller, Brianna Hildebrand. Jack Kessie, and Stefan Kapisik. He's Russian. I think I got it. There's one more you're missing? No, I'm not. Gonna, you're not going to say it? Who am I missing? The guy that plays the Vanisher. You yeah. didn't star in this. I could say it's cool, though. I mean, yeah, he's credited. It's, it's one of many cool cameos in this movie, but yeah. it's not. he didn't star in this. He was in it for literally four seconds. If that. If that. <laughs> and that's technically a spoiler, so we shouldn't say yeah. that. Who's the vanisher? Keep listening to find out. He could be in this room as we speak. <gasps> he's, uh, he's running late, isn't he? Because he doesn't speak, which doesn't make sense to me. The budget for the movie was $110 million. These are still cranking up fairly cheap for them. It's grossed in about, what is it, four days, five days? $312 million so far. $137 million of that was domestic, so it made the budget back and then some, just domestically. Not bad. We also did one other big thing at the block but at uh, the box office this week. Took and the top spot. Took the hot top spot from Infinity War. I'm not really surprised. It's no me neither. But Black Panther's still in theaters around here, like multiple theaters. Mm-hmm. Like normally, you get that one movie that lingers around that one theater for ever. Like Saville probably still has Force Awakens going strong. <laughs> they probably switched to Last Jedi at this point. Nah. <laughs> Fair enough. Scores for the movie. We got Rotten Tomatoes coming in at 83%. It's down two from... Uh, that is not your... Ah, shit. That's not your line. <laughs> Feed me again, Joe. Rotten Tomatoes coming in at 83%. Certified fresh. <laughs> the audience... Why do you say it's down 2%? <laughs> it's down 2% from what I saw on Saturday. It hurts. <laughs> the audience has it at 86%. Should be higher. IMDb has it 8.2 out of 10, and Metacritic coming at 66 with a user score of 8.1. So they're around the same area. Yes, they are. And now, let's do our general thoughts for Deadpool 2. I think sequel goes first. I love this movie. This was so incredibly funny. I like it, I want to say, a lot more than I like the first Deadpool because it was deeper. I didn't expect to get hit right in the feels for this one, and I did quite a bit. The music is amazing. They do a lot of real clever things, which we're going to get into in this movie. It was a lot of fun, just as funny as the first. They do repeat some jokes, which I guess I guess it works out. It's it's on theme, so so it's good for them. Um, but yeah, I wasn't disappointed in this at all. It wasn't a letdown. I thought it might be, but uh, overall, I was quite pleased. Corey, what do you got? I was very pleased with this movie, but I am kind of opposite sequel here. I wanted a little more out of it, and I think I wanted a little more out of it because the first one is just such a fun romp from start to finish that this one really drives home the emotional stuff, and I didn't go into Deadpool expecting to have to deal with feelings. I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm always okay. a broken man right now. And they did it well, and I really did enjoy the movie, but I was really excited to just have that stupid, fun Deadpool movie again, and that's not what we got, but I'm not upset with what we got by any means. 
Once again, going last hurts me, but it's fine. I really enjoyed the first Deadpool, and I assumed that Deadpool, being Deadpool, it was about, this movie's going to be about the same as that. It's not. It took a very, not very different turn, but enough different turn to make it noticeable, and I absolutely love this movie. (laughs) Good, no, that's good. See, now I wish I had seen it again. I wanted to see it again today. When it ended, I wanted to immediately watch it again. I've almost never done that with a movie in the theater. I've been like, I want to see this again. That was Mad Max Fury Road for me, and I did it. (laughs) I couldn't because money. Right. And time. Sure. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see it on Thursday in between work now. Stupid movie pass doesn't let you see repeat movies anymore. I had to buy them. Yeah, I didn't, I buy I didn't them, use so. my movie pass for this yet. Yeah, so I still have a movie pass. I had to reserve them ahead of time because I wanted the the sweet recliner seats. But yeah, this movie was very, very good. It did a lot of things that I didn't expect it to do, and it did them well. It also blended the comedy in really well. There were some good callbacks and some callbacks that probably didn't work as well as they could have, but. Whatever, and they introduced new characters that I actually enjoyed and care about. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling Deadpool 2. If you haven't seen it yet, you may want to, you know, pause, hit stop, whatever you do, and then go see the movie first if you're interested in seeing it, and then come back and listen to the rest of what we have to say. We're going to spoil it starting right now. There are, like, I can't put an accurate number on it, so I'm just going to guesstimate here. Seven to ten moments where I lost it with laughter. Like, you mean four or five moments? Maybe four or five. <laughs> I could probably guess me. There were a bunch of moments in this where I thought that they were just incredibly hysterical, and like I died, and then there were a whole mess of jokes that were like, huh, I see what you did there. Whereas with Deadpool 1, I was just consi- I just consistently found it funny and entertaining. I think that's one of the things that cause a dissonance with me for this movie. I was consistently entertained throughout both movies. Okay, fair. I was very entertained. I was also seeing the movie with somebody who laughs at everything. Mm-hmm. So, when he laughs, I laugh. It was very enjoyable. But I feel like like I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, and I felt like they kind of forced a joke in every single scene. And this, the I think they hit the right moments mm-hmm. to make me laugh. They kind of still forced a joke into every single scene in this, but I fully expected them to do that. It didn't feel forced. Yeah. It felt natural. It's just it, in character. Yeah, it felt Deadpool to me. Yes. When, like, even, like, at, like a shitty moment, Deadpool will crack a joke because oh, yeah, that's what he that's does. What he does. Yeah. So they kill Vanessa in the first 15 minutes of the movie. That blew my fucking yeah. mind. I, I saw it coming this as soon as he looks at her in slow motion before they break into the apartment. I'm right. like, she's dying in this scene. And I was like, holy shit. I... Couldn't believe it. And then they do the repeat of the uh, opening credits, like they did in the first Deadpool, with, um, holy shit, I can't believe she's dead. Did they really just kill her? That was phenomenal. That was great. That really hit home. But, like, that builds you back up after the initial shock of her dying. Mm -hmm. So I appreciated that. Yeah, they really take you from the highs to the lows well in this. I appreciated all the things they ripped off in the... All the movies they ripped off in the opening credits... I didn't recognize all of them. Obviously, there's the movie I can never remember the name of, where she's a dancer and then flash she dance. makes sparks. Yeah, flash dance. <laughs> and the golden eye. Right. There's well, the one with all the people. Double O Seven in of, general. Yeah, all of them pointing the guns at each other. I don't remember which one that is, but like I know what it is, but I can't remember. It pants like a million Deadpool's pointing guns at each other. Yeah, that, that's just the the James Bond that's, intro. Or they all of those movies have those kind of 
Is it all just James Bond? It's just James Bond. I thought they were ripping off separate movies. Well, they rip off Flashdance, they rip off James Bond. I I have to see it again. Yeah, that's one of the things I wanted to see again immediately, because I was still, like, contemplating how I felt about Vanessa dying. I wasn't reading, like, the first couple of ones that came up, and I realized they were doing that again. I was like, damn it, I missed the first couple. (laughs) I missed missed at least the first two. (laughs) Because you're so shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe it. Like, I knew it was going to happen, but I was still, like, emotionally upset about it. I was like, no. I was on the verge of tears. Same. Like, because they did it in slow motion. It was beautiful, but it was, like, devastating. Mm-hmm. We talk about our emotions a lot on this podcast. I lost my shit towards the end of this movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah? I did, I did too. <laughs> Probably, I wouldn't define it as losing my shit, but I was almost there. Well, I wasn't, like... I'm consolable, but it, it got me. I was probably a step above or below you, depending on how we rate this scale. Okay. <laughs> so, the song they pick in the first Deadpool for the opening scene, do you remember what that is? Oh, baby, shoot, shoot. No, 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 no. The, um, the classic song, When You Start Shooting People. It's an older song. When It was a Schmodown question, too. That's I'm trying to remember what when he's shooting people in the like when song. Like the actual highway... Firefight breaks out. In yeah. The one? What song is that? Um, Isn't it? I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. That's what it's this movie was. Air Supply. Shit. Is it Wham? No. All right, we can. Wham is, we, Wham is we, like the cornerstone of the. We movie. can forget this. You can edit this part out. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember that at all. Because that was the parallel. Because they do Air Supply. I'm all out of love, which is more fitting to this story. Where the other one could really fit well with the first one. I'm gonna look up the soundtrack on Spotify because. I thought you would know because you watched it over the weekend. I thought I would too. It's okay. Angel of the Morning? That's it. Just call <laughs> me Angel. Yep. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Problem with, you know, recency bias. Yeah. yeah I yeah. only remember things from Deadpool 2 now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tie-in. I love the Logan scene in the beginning with the uh, with the music box. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then when, he, when he's ripping on Logan, like, you stole my R rating, and... <laughs> Now he went and died. And <laughs> yeah. I'm dying in this one. I'm gonna die by the end of this. And he did. It's true to his word. Yes, he did. And I don't have to worry about spoilers of Logan in this because if you saw Deadpool two and you made it this far, you already saw that scene. Exactly. So exactly. they spoiled it for you. True. <laughs> Shame on you for not seeing it yet. We open up with Deadpool blowing himself up, and then we get. I'm glad that that was like six weeks later, and they. That, they got that out of the way because I was worried it, it was going to be like that was the last scene in the movie Yeah, and the whole movie was going to be leading up to that scene Yeah, and I was like no yeah, I don't like it when movies do that yeah. really I'm glad that it was only like 20 minutes in that we got that scene mm-hmm. right so he blows himself up and we see how he gets to that point and then we have Colossus coming in and dragging him back to the mansion well, right like pieces but, of him in the back yeah previous to the mansion like I remember I was like, explaining to this person who I had no interest in seeing the movie really? Yeah, they saw the first one, they weren't that impressed by the first one, so I say, alright, so, like, Vanessa dies in this one at the very beginning. Like, oh, the main villain kills her? Or kills her? I'm like, no, not at all. They're like, does he, like, was it, like, a henchman? Does he spend the rest of the movie hunting that guy down? Like, no, he gets him in the next... 30 seconds. 30 30 seconds. I love the way he he deals with that. Loved it, too. I thought that was awesome. It was a hug, and then it was in front of the bus. Like, yeah. he wanted to kill himself in the process. Yeah. Like, he couldn't go on anymore, but he knows that he can't. The first moment... So, we get an, a, a pretty substantial opening action sequence where he's going around doing Merc with a Mouth stuff. She dies, Colossus brings her back, and it takes up until then, when we're at the mansion, 
for me to get my first solid laugh. Is it the uh, X-Men in the room? Right before that, actually. Okay. It ends with that, but right before that, when he, you, like, he has, like, the steady cam on his chest, and he just starts moving through the the mansion. Oh, in the wheelchair? Yeah, and then we find out that he's in the wheelchair. Yeah. I mean, I knew he was in the wheel. When I he was moving s- around, I was like, that's... Definitely the wheelchair. Chair. Yeah. Yeah. And then he makes another joke about how nobody's in there, and in the room behind him, everybody is in there. And Beast just silently closes the door. But is it actually, like, the people that play... Yes, yes. It is, right? It's actually that, a cameo of all of them. They were filming Dark Phoenix, and they were there, so they just added that. It was a, it was a nice... Uh, <laughs> it's be- that's a Brilliant. fantastic move. Oh yes. my god, that was... Clutch, clutch a, move by yeah. Fox there. That's a power move right there. Really well done. They're growing on me. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh. And that's all you got. That was, that was pretty... Were they having, like, a birthday party in there? I couldn't tell. I think it was just, like, them briefing or something in a room. Yeah. Either way, they didn't want... The reason that Deadpool never sees any of them in the mansion is because they're all hiding from him. <laughs> is, what, is essentially what they're saying. But I think right before that, we see Negasonic Teenage Warhead for the first time, right? Or is it right after that? I think it's after that? Yeah, I think so. No, right. no, 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 he's on the couch. Yeah. Yes. So it's before that. It's right before yeah. that. So we y- get... Yukio. Yes. Yukio is the best. <laughs> she is phenomenal. And their chemistry is... Hysterical. I love it every time, and she always says, like, two words. Hi, Wade. <laughs> Hi, Wade. Hi, Yukio. <laughs> they just... You know, it's one of those things where they just, like, get each other. <laughs> like, I feel like almost like she's, like, his adopted daughter. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's adorable. And it makes Negasonic Teenage Warhead, like, question her relationship every time. I like him. G- give him a chance. <laughs> give him a chance. <laughs> A lot of people's criticism is there's not enough Negasonic Teenage Warhead in this. I'd agree. That, I there, is, there could have been more. But, but we, we got another really awesome female character. Yeah, we had Domino. I love Domino. I love My favorite part of this movie. Zazie Beats. She is unbelievably gorgeous in this. Oh, yeah. Standing. Holy, I could not get over just how physically gorgeous she was. I not love, yeah, hot, I not she could get she was, hair. I was like, yep. Oh my god. She's a beautiful lady. Yep. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> and our first interaction with her is what we get in the previews with the I'm lucky that's not a superpower. And then she proves that it most certainly is. And he goes, Well it's definitely not cinematic and it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it kind of is. It kind of is. Let's meet in the middle and say no it isn't. What do we think of uh Russell? Because we get Russell shortly after um Deadpool first rides at the mansion, so Fire Fist. Okay. I think Russell's fine. First of all, can we go back to what, that he, the fact that he shows up in an X-Men trainee penny, like the one yes. that had in gym class? Mm-hmm. I love that part. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> You're ready, Wade. Here's your penny. And then whatever he says, I'm an X-Men now. Trainee. Trainee. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> whatever. It. That was a recurring joke that didn't get old. No. It worked. Just enough of it. You know what was... You know why that joke worked throughout the course of the movie because it wasn't always X-Men popping in and being like trainee. At one point Domino says it. At one point Peter says it I think. Right. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> un- un- unsung hero of this movie, man. He really is. Yeah, so we get Fire Fist, which is pretty much what the whole movie's about. Ultimately, right? Right, so Deadpool and Vanessa were going to have a kid. That's, that's what they were planning on. They were planning on starting a family. And, um, well, he has a vision of Vanessa to follow his heart, 
So he dies. So she he dies. dies. So he like sees her right as when, he's approaching, but he can't cross the threshold because he's Deadpool and doesn't die. Right. Yeah. Or open your heart. What she says something about heart. Your heart needs to be in the right place. Your heart needs to be in the right place. So he. Feel, but your heart isn't in the right place. So he feels that he has to essentially save this kid. And then his heart will be in the right place. Yeah. Well, he hears it the first time, doesn't know what the what the fuck she's talking about, goes to all the ex-mansion stuff, right? and then at the end of the prison scene, when he breaks out of the prison and falls down the mountain, he's at the same spot, and that's when it clicks. That I thought it clicked earlier when he decides to... He uh, tried joining the X-Men first, because he thought this is what she wanted, and then he basically dies again in the water, and then he sees her again, and he's like, I tried being an X-Men, that didn't work, what do you want from me? Okay. So he just decided to, um... That's, he when, just he, that's when he decided to save Russell's... Well, just, um, so, um, what I mean, is instead of letting Russell go back into the orphanage, he recognizes Russell's being abused when Russell goes, oh, yeah. put me in the icebox because I can't take it here anymore. So he dead pulls it up and shoots the orderly. And then Colossus kind of beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't tolerate that shit right. in the X-Men. <laughs> Rule number one. Rule number... I wish that had gone on for just a touch longer. Two more rules. <laughs> Two more rules of this itty-bitty tiny book in Colossus's monster hands, and there's only a single rule on each page. It's a really tiny book. It was. It was a very tiny book. Um, but yeah, he didn't... He wasn't dealing with the kid one way or the other until Cable shows up, and then he has, like... Right, well, after they're in the icebox. And yeah. I love the collars that takes away their powers. That was a nice touch for, yeah. for me. Yeah. That's a cool thing that they do in X-Men that they've never actually done in the X-Men movies from Genosha. Because I, I forgot about his cancer, in all honesty. And the fact that it comes back... I didn't, the- yeah, I didn't, it didn't click in my head until I thought about it. Obviously, they say it in the movie, and right. I was thinking about it today, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because his, his healing... Doesn't, it doesn't cure his cancer... It destroys the cancer because right. he's constantly regenerating. So exactly. when he stops regenerating, the cancer will come back. Exactly. And then, even without... I'm glad that they gave us the exposition. His his line was like, my only superpower is unbridled cancer, or something like that. But before that expo dump, if you're paying attention, and you're connecting the dots, he's vomiting in the cell because yeah. the, can't, the aggressive cancer... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sick. yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, all, it all clicks. It all fits. So, like, even without that 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 bit of exposition, we could have theoretically yeah. figured it out. I mean, he was perfectly healthy before they put the collar on him and took him to jail. It's not like he ate bad shellfish. I mean, I don't know. They could have fed him bad shellfish in the icebox. Off camera, though, that's bad writing. That's right. just lazy writing. That's just lazy, lazy writing. filmmaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love all the scenes in the icebox. Yeah. I, th- I thought they were all pretty good. Russell trying to take out the biggest guy to... <laughs> make the second. The second biggest guy. <laughs> to make him his bitch. It's the way he goes about it. Yeah. And he hides his pen knife in the old prison wallet. <laughs> I can hear you rummaging around in there. <laughs> He's got an ass pen and he will use it. So good. And the fact that it comes up later on. Classic. Often. Yes. Yeah. It comes up, up a lot. That's the one thing... That's a gag they went to more than three times. <laughs> They had commitment in this movie. They did. They really... They, they they set up a bunch of bits in Act 1 that they did not let go of. It, they didn't follow a rule of three or anything. They just stuck with that bit. Full-on commitment. Yeah, they ran with some of them. Yeah. 
Um, we got Cable in the Icebox. That's, that's our introduction to Cable. Uh, yep. Well, technically, it's before... That's when he shows up and interacts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we see him... In like, the future. Yeah. About to come back. So Cable is a time traveler. Yes. How do we feel about the use of time travel in this movie? Fine with it? Well, I'm fine with it. Cable, this is literally how it happens in the stories. Cable is actually from the future. He's Cyclops' son. So I feel we get a lot of Terminator, and we get a lot of Looper in this. Yes, I thought exactly 100% of Looper when I was watching this. I was like, I expected you to hate this. No, it, because of something else that happens later. But <laughs> I was like, this is sequels loving this right now, because yeah. this is basically Looper, but it, with mutants. Yeah, so, so... <laughs> well, the, technically Looper has mutants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're not getting together. They have, yeah. Um, yeah, we won't get into it. Um, but... Essentially, Looper and Deadpool 2 is somebody going back in time to stop a future villain from killing their loved one. Yes. And in the process, they are creating that villain. Yeah. Well, no, he's not... Cable is not creating Fire Fist as a villain. Fire Fist is a villain... He breaks him out of jail. (laughs) Yeah, but he would have anyway. He would have broke out of jail anyway? I think so. I don't think so. Well, one way or another, Firefist was going... Actually, maybe. Maybe he would have stuck with Wade. Yeah. Until Wade, but then... The Wade, Wade would have died, died, and then... And then he would have probably found Juggernaut or something. Yeah. Maybe anyway. eventually. But I think, like, the moral of it, or the or the uh, the lesson you learn is you can't really do that. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Right? Well, because... it probably happens because he's already gone back yeah. and done it. So I guess, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Par- it's, it's the time travel paradox. It's the thing we can't talk about because it'll take 45 minutes yeah. and we'll get nothing done. We'll get nothing get nowhere. <laughs> but ultimately, like, Cable even says it in what I think is one of the funniest moments in the entire movie. Um, but when Cable shows up to make the deal with Deadpool, he's like, tonight's the night that he gets his first kill and he kills that dickbag from the... Uh, from the orphanage. From the Essex Institute. Yeah, from the Essex Institute. Right. So once that happens, he gets a taste for murder, and he doesn't go... He never becomes on the straight and narrow, and 50 years from now, he kills my entire family. Right. So, I mean, I'm... It, it was, again, one of those really weird situations where it's like, even the technical bad guy in the first act, first and second act, I guess, I end up siding with. I'm like, yeah, I kind of see his point. I get it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good. Um, you know, I mean, good writing is when you identify with the villain's plight. Yeah. You, you you get it. You can see it from his side. And he thinks he's doing, make it, doing a uh, heroic action by going back in time and avenging or trying to prevent the death of his family. Yeah, that's it's well done. Like, like you said, yeah, you can take either side. It's and a civil war of sorts. It's interesting that Josh Brolin is playing two villains in the last month and a half where theoretically speaking you could you could identify with the villain yes, to some degree. Two very identifiable villains yeah. to the point where I almost don't consider Cable a villain at all. I don't think he is. He's, I, he's, he's not really. See, it was hard for me because I already know who Cable is. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't see him as the villain because I know he's not a villain and I was like they're going to flip him at some point. I kind of was on the same I, <laughs> I, was, I was on the same boat. Yeah, because Deadpool and Cable are, like, best friends. They have their own comic series. Yeah. Well, best friends is, I guess, a stretch. Deadpool probably thinks they're best friends. Yeah. Cable's like, you're fine. I'll tear you off. 
is in the comics is uh, is Cable like real like the straight man yes, always serious? Okay, so they they nailed that. Yeah, Jeff oh, Rowan, yeah. his portrayal of Cable in this is spot on. Perfect. He looks except, spectacular as Cable, except he's too. shorter. And they just, <laughs> he's a little short. <laughs> and they address that, which is, which I loved. Yeah. What they say? I forget exactly what. Oh, they said. I thought that was a, I thought that was a Wolverine joke. Well, they well they said like. Uh, they make a joke about Cable's height. And yeah, like Deadpool breaks the fourth wall and goes, "He's not six foot two or whatever he's supposed to be." And yeah, I I honestly thought that that was a Wolverine joke because people yeah critique it, it Hugh could Jackman as both. Yeah, I heard that recently. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Was it on the hundredth episode? Probably. It was. Yeah, I love Cable. Um, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the fact that I'm not sure. I don't. I couldn't tell you what the budget for the first one was. I'm assuming it's approximately the same, probably a little less. I think it's a little less. I think it was like eighty yeah. million, something like that. So they did. They made that extra. Let's call it thirty million dollars go a really long way with CGI and effects. Because the stuff that Cable does, like Cable is able to do, fifty-eight million for the first one. Yep. After I said it, and you started looking it up. I'm like, it's going to be like somewhere around fifty. Wow. I was like, Shit, okay, was never mind. Practically double it for this yep. one. And it's still low compared to yeah, superhero yeah, movies. Absolutely. That being said, my point still remains. I love what they did with the like, cable CGI, like with like the up screens and stuff when he's rebuilding the gun in repair mode. Love the gun. That, that gun, gun is... was amazing. And Deadpool knows it. Yes, yeah. and he does not shy about letting us know. Yeah, gun's so cool. It's got the little amp- uh, amplifier yeah. knob. So after the initial. Um, prison fight between a cancer-ridden Deadpool and Cable. Which and Cable kind of has the upper hand in. But Deadpool holds his own. Surprisingly, kind well, of. Deadpool holds hold his own until he gets thrown off, and then the collar comes off. Yes. And now we're getting full Deadpool again. Yes, okay. Which is which is important. Well, because Cable accidentally shoots the collar. Yes. And I was like, well, here we go. He shoots the <laughs> collar and then breaks his like legs and neck on the table. Oh, yeah. That was a gruesome-looking scene. The awkward landing. Yep. We're like, oh, I know he's going to come back, but he's, he's staying down <laughs> for a while here. And that was another fourth wall break. He he looks straight in the camera and says, "Oh, hello, superpowers!" And then busts back up. I like that. We get the incredible DCEU joke. It's funny because all the jokes that were in the trailer got the biggest laughs in my theater, and I'm like, either these people don't laugh, really don't watch trailers, or yeah. Because we're going to get to the scene that got the biggest laugh pretty soon for me. Okay. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I can't... I mean, I'm not saying my biggest laugh, but the people in the theater really? with me. Like, all their right. biggest laughs were all lines I've seen in the trailer, which I didn't have the bigger laugh for because I, I heard, I it, heard it before. I still appreciated it. You're so dark. The part I'm referring to, my theater's laughing so loud, so hard, like, I couldn't even hear most of the dialogue. Like, But uh, I was fine with it. <laughs> they throw... I think, again, going into, like, the reason that Deadpool works on a lot of levels is that he's making fun of everybody a little bit. Yes. Because ten minutes before he makes a DCEU joke, he makes a Hawkeye joke. He makes an MCU joke. Right. Hawkeye give me, joke, yeah. Give me a bow and arrow, I'm essentially Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, My only Colin. superpower is unbridled cancer. Give me, a bow and a- give me a bow and arrow and I might as well be Hawkeye. And then he lays down. Now, here's a question for you guys, because this was our main criticism of the first movie, is the humor is very topical. Do we care anymore? I didn't care in the first one. I cared in the first one. I think. still care, but I, I think I realized that that's how the character has to be, because it's supposed to be set in our time, so these are references that Deadpool would make. 
Like, I'm going to watch this movie with my child one day, when they're old enough, and my future child that like, doesn't exist. Like, 13. And they're not going to get any of it. Yeah, they're not going to have any clue what dubstep is, but then you're going to be like, oh, shit, dubstep was a thing. So what are you talking be- about? They're going to be like, Dad, dubs- dubstep's for pussies. <laughs> I hope so. And the cable says, they'll be like, see? <laughs> Even cable knew. But they, my, my, they're going to be like, DCEU? What, what's that? I'm like, oh, yeah, there was a not as successful as the... <laughs> it was very dark. <laughs> not very humorous. I own them on Blu-ray. You can... <laughs> we'll watch, we'll watch, watch a Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Those don't work anymore, Dad. <laughs> Let's blow the dust off. <laughs> so wait, what was the joke that got the best laugh in your theater? Baby legs. Oh, yeah. That whole scene. The basic instinct part. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, that was that was my favorite part it of the movie. It looked so perfect. <laughs> it was so incredibly weird and so belonged in the Deadpool movie. Yes. yes. The fact that he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and nothing else. He's wearing a shirt from, oh shit, it's from another movie. Is it Ferris Bueller's? I don't is think it the so. Goonies? Chuck shirt from the Goonies. Was oh, could be. That, it, yes, he is. Yes, and he makes. He calls him like One Eyed Willie or something. Yep. To make yeah. fun of that. Per- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great. Yeah. That was such a good like slide in reference. Yes, because he does only have one eye technically. The other one's all cybernetic, right? Yeah. So yeah. it makes sense, and it's a direct dig at Josh Brolin. Perfect. Great writing. Yeah. I wonder if that's more Ryan Reynolds or more of the writing. We'll never know. It's, but Ryan Reynolds actually helped with the writing in this. Right. It's him I, and T.J. Miller, right? I don't think T.J. Miller. Oh, okay. Was, I don't think so. IGN did a uh, little recap of Deadpool, and they, they talked to the writing staff, and he, he learned some interesting tidbits. So, then he formed X-Force, right? Which we all knew was coming. Mm-hmm. It's a little derivative. <laughs> that changed. That, that's another thing. Although they did... Yeah, they changed some lines from the, from the trailer. Yeah, they, they changed a bunch of them. Because in the trailer, in the trailer, he does the thumb up and says it absolutely is or whatever, or you're absolutely right. And this um, one, he's like, Peter, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta it talk. Wasn't, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta talk about um, Denis. What's the cab driver's name? Dobender. 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 Love him in this movie. Yeah. So much more than, than the first. One. Like the first one's great. His his couple of scenes, but I love that he's actually a part of the story now. That's another thing that they changed from the preview. In the preview, he's listening to music as he's running up and, like, jumping through That's the window. That's when he's running to, like, the self-help. Yeah, he's listening to self-help yeah. books. Mm-hmm. Stop the fucking car! <laughs> but he wants... to Pinder wants to be a part of yeah, he's X-Force. Wants, he wants to be a mercenary. And the, the, a line that I laugh so hard on, what's your superpower? And the Pinder just smiles and goes, Courage. <laughs> <laughs> what is the response? There's a response, too. So that's yeah, adorable, t- right? Oh, is it, yeah, that's think, cute? Yeah, and then TJ Miller's like, go <laughs> clean the whatever. <laughs> Before you can handle a gun, you have to learn how to handle a mop. I don't understand what they have in common. They both have handles. handles. It's karate kid training, man. That's, that's how you do it. Wait, are you, are you pissing again? No, you got that face like no, you're pissing. pissing. <laughs> go home. That's it, Buck. No more speaking lines for you. <laughs> Yeah, the hiring of X-Force, he makes a LinkedIn joke, which is almost not even topical for now. That's almost an already outdated joke. Yeah, yeah I have LinkedIn. Yeah. I never go on it. No, nobody ever does. I, like, closed my account a long time ago. That's fine. I put stupid skills on there, like fantasy football. <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. You're pretty good. Can eat the most hot dogs. <laughs> they endorse me for hot dogs. <laughs> uh, so then we get our introductions to the X-Force. Which is interesting because they they did 
it goes by quick, but they do go, like, it does take some time for them to go through, we hear from everybody, we talk to everybody. Yes, we talk to almost everybody. Yeah, except for the Vanisher. Right. They say say he's not in the room. He's not in the room, yes, but, okay, I want to talk about the Vanisher. You should be able to hear the Vanisher, that doesn't make sense to me. He still should be able to talk. Yeah, he just doesn't. Well, he should. Nothing that he should or he shouldn't. It's really counteracts his power if you know he's there by talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, when he's when he's yeah, but when he's we're spending ha- a lot of time on a character that's nothing. No, <laughs> he's something. <laughs> so then There's we something. immediately after that we get the plan drawn in crayon because they know he's going to leave. They know that they're transferring the uh, the prisoners. Right. But uh, can we talk about everyone on the X Force? Yeah, we, sure. We yeah. know that we know the names. So we got the Vanisher, Shadow Star, Zeitgeist. Peter. Right. Shatterstar is from another planet, and he's better than everybody. That's what he says, right? Yep. He's, he's pretty much just better than everybody at everything. Except the parachuting. He's except a conceited douche. Yep. That's our introduction to Domino. Yep. Who we already touched on is amazing. She's great. Yeah, she's one of the highlights of the film. Yeah. For Ze- sure. Zeitgeist is, has the acid spit. Acid, acid vomit. vomit. Acid vomit. Yeah. You want to see? No, no, no. We're okay. Which was clever when, when we get... We find out what happens to him. Exactly. Because I forgot about the acid vomit because it was just touched <laughs> on very quickly. So yep. that, that, was, that was pretty good. I yeah. forgot in that moment. Until yeah. it happened. And then yeah. you're like, oh, shit, yeah, he does that. <laughs> and then, yeah, Peter. Bedlam, too. Right. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, he's very forgettable. He was, That's what's crazy. Like, I was forgettable. Yeah. I was so ready for, like, the X-Force to have, like... A thing for at least some part of this movie? I'm assuming for a Deadpool 3, they're going to have like a real X-Force. Maybe. Well, they right. basically do. Domino's an X-Force. Cable's right. an X-Force. Yeah. So the, Deadpool's obviously an X-Force. They have the whole group of them walking away. It could just be Colossus, Fire Fist, Cable, Deadpool, okay. and Dopinder. And Dopinder. <laughs> um, Peter is probably the most memorable guy for the trailer for me. So oh, yeah. His scenes paid off. I mean, him and Domino. I don't know this cable guy, but I'm sure he doesn't kill as many people as melanoma. Am I right? (laughs) Just the most old middle-aged white man lines you could possibly get in there. Including, like, the the way he, like, sits down on the edge of the helicopter before he jumps out of it. (laughs) Like he's getting into a pool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He sticks his landing, though. Yes, he does. (laughs) He's one of two. They parachute into high winds. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think I never jumped out of a fucking helicopter with a light breeze before? <laughs> <laughs> gonna, I'm just yelling to impress all the other guys. I would never let anything happen to you, Sugar Bear. <laughs> <laughs> As he wipes off the little bit of like sunscreen that's like <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. behind. Yeah, and Deadpool gets like hung up on like a motel sign or some shit. Billboard. Billboard. Bedlam crashes into a bus, dies immediately. Shadowstar goes into the blades. Yep, the blades of a different helicopter. The Vanisher goes into power lines, and we see who plays the Vanisher. And who is it? Brad Pitt. <laughs> His best role. I <laughs> I look at. Go ahead. Top I, five. I looked at I looked at Pam right as it happened. I was like, "Is that Brad Pitt?" Did the same thing with the person I saw the movie with my friend Matt. Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit, is that Brad Pitt?" Yeah, and then the Brad credits Pitt. confirmed. I was like, "Yeah, Brad Pitt." <laughs> A good pull. Uh, uh, Zeitgeist and the helicopter blades. 
Uh, oh no, Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist goes into the wood chipper. Wood chipper. Yeah. Peter goes to save him, and then the, he gets hit by the uh, acid vomit. Yeah, because he's dying. Right. And he realizes that he's about to die, so he vomits acid all over Peter. And all the while, every time one of these one of these things happen, Deadpool is just slowly losing his fucking mind. Oh god, that was good. Oh god, no, Bedlam. Oh shit. All right, well, he was an asshole anyways. We got good news and bad news. Bad news is everyone but you and me is dead. The good news is Shadowstar seemed like kind of a dick. (laughs) There's no real loss there. (laughs) On a serious note, though, the movie got me really jazzed up because they were all so pumped to be part of a team. Yeah. Yeah. When Peter's trying to save Zeitgeist, he's like, come on, we're X-Force. And I was like, you are (laughs) (laughs) X-Force. Yep. I love you guys. Yeah, that was great. And then when he when Peter dies, Deadpool's like lash out of emotion is fantastic. <laughs> what the fucking <laughs> dick shit? Now is it before that that we get the interrogation scene between Cable and uh, Weasel? Yeah, uh, I think so. No, it is. Yeah. I love that too. That was, that was hysterical. I'm gonna stop you right now. <laughs> we're not even at one. We're not even gonna make it to one because <laughs> I'll tell you. All right. Because I'm gonna, I have to let you know. I'm going to tell you everything you want to know. <laughs> Except what they're doing. Because I've already given you that information. Love it. Because it's true. If people are going to get tortured for information, they're probably going to give it up. And we was like, stop you right there. <laughs> if I stub my toe, I'm out of commission for the death of the day. <laughs> no, I don't do well with pain. That fit great. Then I guess we, we're coming up to my favorite scene in the movie is the actual uh, the prison transfer. And uh, Domino and Deadpool. It also leads us at the end of that scene to the the best reveal we yes. got. It's all all encompassing. I love that yeah. whole yeah the whole, whole sequence. Moment. Yeah. Fun fact about that scene: there's a really cool. This movie doesn't have a lot of actual score. It's mostly soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But there's a really cool piece of music made for the the mutant convoy transfer thing. It's made by Tyler Bates, who did the score for the movie Super. Awesome. Oh, okay. Very cool. I really like his work. Nice. Yeah, we definitely got to talk more about music going yeah. forward. <laughs> <laughs> and this was this is a good place to start because this soundtrack was fucking awesome. I've been yes. listening to the soundtrack nonstop to and from work for like yeah. the past three days. Right. Since I saw it. It's so good. I think it's beca- we'll get to this part, but it's becoming a trend now to take an old, I shouldn't say, an older song and making it slower, set to, like, either acoustic guitar or piano. Oh, and it's, God. It's, it's a nice effect. I, I really do this. There's a few of them out there now. That, that hit me in the fields. That yes. hit me in the fields hard. Absolutely. Um, we'll get to it. We will. So we get the cool prisoner convoy scene. So Domino lands right where she needs to because... That's her power. Luck is, yeah, luck yeah. is on her side. Uh, I'm in. What, you're in already? <laughs> How? <laughs> And then she lets she leaves the wheel to fight Cable, holds her own because she's luck, Domino. Yeah, because <laughs> luck is on her side. And right around that point, Deadpool shows up. Yes. So she goes back to the wheel. We get another awesome fight scene between Deadpool and Deadpool Cable. and Cable. We get. I guess this is the second, right? So we get a grand total of two. Is it just these two? I think so. Yes. Yeah. But they're both really good. Great. Yeah. They're a great. The prison scene's awesome because it encompasses a large swath of real estate. Like, it covers a big area because yes. the whole prison, essentially. Yeah. This and is confined. This is confined. The second one's 
I almost want to say better because they're on equal footing. Yes. Because Deadpool actually has his powers for this one. Exactly. Right. And all of his stuff. Yeah. And his katanas to cut blades in half. Bullets. Now, right. I said blades. You did. Bullets in half. And they change his line after he does it. They do. That. Yes. Yes. Your bullets are fast. That was in the trailer. And this one he's just, ow. <laughs> <laughs> and again, that's a callback to the really shitty Wade Wilson they made in the, yep. fir- in the yes. first one. Because it's the same exact move that he does. Yep, exactly. And that won't be the last time we talk about this. No, no it will not. It won't. Uh, Black Tar, is that what the guy's name is? Black Tom. Black, Black Tom. Tom. So <laughs> Black Tom dies. <laughs> no! You killed Black, Black Tom, you racist. <laughs> Black Tom is a white man, by yes. the way. <laughs> Another running gag that they won't let go. He, he's actually a mutant that's in the comics, and he has like a really lame superpower that we never get to see because of the collar. Black Tom? Yeah, he extends like energy out of like a staff. Oh, okay. I guess it's kind of like a lightsaber, but I don't know how well it cuts through stuff. That seems dumb. Yeah, so it's not real lost there, but it's just no. that's a fun little Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, and eventually, Fire Fist gets out. Yes, and he releases his uh, buddy, his new friend, his yep. new friend, the monster. Because he does end up going to, like, the maximum security section. That's, like, where the monster underneath is hi- is hiding. Right. So he does go and make friends with the biggest guy in the joint. Which was Wade's advice. I thought Wade's advice was to not go down there. It was... No, it was no the, that's not the biggest guy. It's the second biggest guy. you got to make friends with the biggest guy. Oh, okay. Or, like, don't take out the biggest guy. Just befriend the biggest guy. Yeah. yeah. And then he... Because they have a whole friendship thing where Wade's like, I'm not your friend. I don't give a fuck about you. He overhears that. I didn't see it being Juggernaut. I should have. Yeah, same. I'm so happy that it was. back like a giant, I was like, that threw me off because like Juggernaut's strong, but like, I didn't expect. Did you cheer? Because I cheered. I did. I got real fun. I didn't cheer, but I'm like, it's better than the other one. (laughs) (laughs) I was hyped. I was like, yo, he looks fucking good. And Ron Reynolds says his voice. I did a motion capture for him. Yes. I didn't know that at the time. I did not. I, I didn't no either. Yeah. I, I heard I about it after it. the fact. Yeah. Yeah. I found that out here. Right? About 15 You'll seconds before we... You'll find out in the outro. <laughs> Is um, that a fourth wall break? He's going to put it in the outro. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> did I break it? How does this work? I don't know. I think so. And the fact that Deadpool nerds out. Yeah. He's so oh, excited. Yeah. He's more excited than the audience. It's great. Yeah. Big oh. fan. <laughs> Juggernaut. Oh, I'm such a big fan. I'm going to rip you in half now. That's such a juggernaut I'm thing to say. <laughs> and he does it. Which is, I don't know that ju- if Juggernaut does it in any Deadpool comic, but Hulk definitely does. Hulk, rips Deadpool in half? Re- yeah, Hulk rips Deadpool it. in half at, at, at one point. Does he grow little baby legs? That's I'm so sure. good. Use my arms as backpack straps and get us out of here. That's a Star Wars reference. Yes? Yes. <laughs> There's a Star Wars reference in the beginning of this one, too. Between Vanessa and him. I know there is. Yes. I can't remember what yes. it is. Yes. Um, yeah, because he talks about how uh, the incest between Luke and Leia. Right. Oh, yeah, right. That's, you that need was to Empire. Wa- yeah, that was Empire. Empire. You need to watch the rest of that, more than that ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Juggernaut runs him in half. We got the baby-like scene, which which we touched. That was hysterical. I was laughing so hard. It was by far the... My, it, it, that's my favorite scene in this movie. Everyone's reaction to it. This is so good. Because it doesn't... It, it's not like... It's the blind... the His blind woman friend... Yes. Freaks out first. And then... 
Weasel comes in? Weasel yeah. comes in. Weasel, and then, he has a freak out. And then Dopinder. Dopinder. And he kind of thinks it's adorable because Dopinder's like a little bit in love with Deadpool. Yeah. Right? And then, uh, and then Domino comes and in and goes, out. Oh, I've, I've never seen your face before. <laughs> it's like an avocado. <laughs> Which is a callback to Dead, yeah. the first Deadpool. There's a lot of callbacks. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go back into the movie That's in the right. beginning when he, when he goes to get the cocaine. He's got the cure for blindness. Yes, the cure for blindness yes, is perfect. perfect. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I was like, yes, it's the joke from the first one. It's, he really did, has it there. I, uh, I don't know why. She can't see. I laughed really hard. I, I think it was it was probably more of like a shock laugh, but I, I laughed really hard at that same scene. He's like, I'm going to do something bad now, because he puts the entire like oh, yeah. bag of cocaine. Wait, that's the LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he punches himself in the face and then LeBron's? Yes. Oh my Christ, I could not stop laughing. Really funny. Oh God. And Cable shows up and they all point their guns and the blind lady points it in the total <laughs> wrong direction. Mm-hmm. That was from the trailer. Yes. Yep. He's like, over here. And that's when you find out, I guess, or Cable explains his motivation. Yep. And they have to team up because he they can't, can't take, take out Juggernaut by, by themselves. When he gets up, when they strike the agreement, the wig gets 30 seconds, and he gets up to shake his hand, that's when people might say, like, oh my god. <laughs> his ass is drooping out of the yeah. <laughs> He's doing it. He's really doing it. Oh god, it was good. That reminded me of a Rick and Morty thing with the intergalactic cable. Okay. Uh, regular legs and baby legs. Yes. The top show. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's baby legs. Baby legs. <laughs> Baby Legs was good. So then, I guess the group of them are going after, um... They know where Russell's going. Yeah, they're going after Juggernaut and Fire Fist. But they try to recruit Colossus. With the with the Boombox app. Right, exactly. And that was a... Oh, it was a phone! Yeah. Yes, so Jesus. good. I thought it was just a, a little boom... I really thought it was just a little boombox. It's the famous scene from Say Anything. It's the famous scene from Say Anything. I got that. I think that got one of the biggest laughs in my theater... Was him holding the the boombox app, and then Colossus is, he hears it, but he's not getting out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you like, can hear me. Like any eighties romantic comedy yep. movie, he's just just rolled like, over. <laughs> he's so hurt. He's been burned too many times in the past. He can't go back. <laughs> not, in the, not in that abusive relationship. He's scorned. <laughs> Hi, Wade. <laughs> Hi, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> also, he didn't have time to like repair his suit or get like another nice suit all of the holes in his suit are just duct taped over yes. his suit is the shit the, the shot through the hand like that hole still there the stigmata mark I thought that was a nice touch like every other superhero movie whenever they go into like the final fight they look like oh, yeah. fresh and ready to go not Deadpool he only gets shittier yep cause this movie really touches on the, the realism <laughs> yeah. not realism but like how it would actually happen yes. if yeah. a superhero was in this shit. Exactly. Because it, does, it doesn't take place over a very long period of time. No, it's pretty quick. No, neither movie does. No. And this happens, what, six weeks after the first one ends, technically? No, this is two years. Two years. Oh, it's two years. Yeah, he's, okay. been, he's been traveling around the world as Deadpool for That's right. Years. He's, okay, you're right. And then it's six weeks after she dies yes. that this is all happening. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yes, yeah, so then we arrive back at the uh, Essex Academy. There's a part in here, I feel it's a little forced dominoes overarching motivation. It's convenient because she's lucky. That's just part of the joke. I Yeah, I just... It's like, it's... No, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I went here. I, I didn't think it needed to be included. 
I thought it's just kind of shoehorned. I mean, that's... I feel, I feel like they could have left it unsaid, and it would have just been... It, it would have just been a theory. Yeah. Like, that would have been a perfectly fine theory that people would have thrown around the internet, and they could have been like, yeah, yeah, obviously she went there. Yeah, I was... Yeah, she said, I was tortured here also, and... Mm-hmm. Well, she said, I went here. Well, technically tortured. Like, nothing, like nothing bad can happen to her because she's so lucky, is kind of what it seems like. Yeah. She's not upset that she got tortured because, hell, she got out and became part of X-Force. It would have been better if at some point, like, they never have that whole exchange, and at some point there's, like, a locker that says Domino on it or that, something. Yeah, that, that would, would have been, been there. better. But this isn't that kind of movie for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got self-professed lazy writing. Yeah. Self, <laughs> self-professed lazy writing. There's no way the password's going to be seven. That's just lazy writing. <laughs> seven. <laughs> They didn't break the fourth wall as much in this one. I think they did a lot. I think they did more. Really? You I, saw I, it recently, so you, you, you can attest. I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna have to watch it again because I feel like like it's it's not like leaps and bounds more. Like they both do it a lot, but mm-hmm. I think the second one does it more. I think. Right. I, I just in my mind, I, same amount, roughly the same. Okay. Maybe I just yeah, it's close. Whatever it is. Fair enough. I guess I'm just so uh, in the first one, the very apparent fourth wall breaks, like actual. Look at the camera. Talk to me. Go back to whatever's he happening. He does that in this plenty too. He does it. No, he doesn't. He, he actually states it. I think that's. I think that's what you're, you're focusing on in the first one. He's like fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. That's like that's 16. like sixteen walls. <laughs> that's also my favorite line in that movie. I know. So yeah, then uh, that action sequence is pretty good. Not spectacular, but it's fine. I think. Yeah, I mean, you got different things going on. You got, um... Which is good. Yeah. It it added a a layer of complexity. Everything else was very straightforward. 1v1, and now it's different groups having to do different things. Domino's focus is saving the kids. Yep. You have Russell chasing down the headmaster, who's being chased by Deadpool and Cable, right? Yep. All that's going on. And then... Well, they're going after Juggernaut. No, and, then, and then Colossus shows up. Right, Colossus. Which frees up Deadpool to Deadpool go and Cable go after Russell yeah. after right. that. And yeah. I, I, I'm not a big fan of CGI fights, but this worked so well for me. It was good. And I loved before it when he showed up. It was up. a self-proclaimed one, too. Yes. They said, like, yeah. ooh, look, CGI fight coming. I was like, okay, cool. I'm ready, I'm ready for this to be CGI. Yeah. It was perfect. I've always wanted to see a Juggernaut Colossus fight. I'm yeah. glad we got it on screen. We did. And it perfectly amazing. When Colossus shows up to Peter Gabriel's assault. Yes. <laughs> in your eyes. <laughs> because every time we get stabbed with something into his head, we play music. And Very it hallucinates slow, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a, like a, becoming a trope for them, but I love it. Yeah. It's a good trope. He holds his arms out like he's going to hug him. <laughs> yeah. He moves his head back. <laughs> and then a second, the second it gets ripped out, everything comes like rushing back in. <laughs> but yeah, so... Juggernaut is essentially taking care of Cable and Deadpool until Colossus shows up, and that frees them right. to go after uh, Firefest. Colossus is going to fight dirty. Love oh, it. God. <laughs> when Colossus says that, too... No, fight dirty. <laughs> well, he, like, laughs about it. He's like, oh, I'm fighting dirty now! <laughs> like, he gets excited and stoked that he's starting to fight dirty, which is awesome. That might have been my favorite fight scene in the movie, too, just because it's... Two classic characters going mm. at, or two secondary characters going at. It's just, it's just nice to see. It's um, everything I wanted out of Pyro v Iceman, but never got. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's fair. <laughs> and we'll touch on that more in a future episode. We'll all get real mad. <laughs> Yay! Because <laughs> Juggernauts were like an unstoppable force, and Colossus is an immovable object. Mm. 
Yeah. Right? Even though he kind of gets his ass handed to him by Angel Dust in the first movie. Yeah. He's not that immovable. Colossus does or Dragonaut does? Colossus does. Dragonaut's in the first movie. Yeah, no, I'm, I don't remember a lot of the early X-Men movies. No, the uh, first Deadpool. First Deadpool. Oh, yes! That's right! Okay, I'm back now. Good. <laughs> Welcome back. We missed you. I don't think I ever actually knew what her name was. Angel Dust? Yeah. Oh, alright. Angel might Dust. Be, that might be part of the problem. It's less angry Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> she was oddly hot, though. Yeah, she's attractive. Matt mentioned it quite a bit. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. She could probably get it. Probably. Probably the origin of the free... No. He definitely said it in the Civil War. Yeah. All about Aunt May. You, talk, you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. So we get to the actual end of it, right? So he's given his 30 seconds. Right. They they all... That was a nice little touch. When he's going and burning the Academy down, the operatic music that's playing over top oh, of it. yes. Phenomenal. Oh, my God. It took me a second, but when I finally figured out what was what was being sung, fucking brilliant. You can't stop. <laughs> it's like, you can't stop me and suck my fucking balls or something like that? Something no, like that. No, it's, it's, the, it's the, you can't stop this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and holy then, shit balls. Uh, holy holy shit, shit balls. Holy yes. shit, holy yes. shit balls. <laughs> holy shit balls. See, that's what, again, gotta see it again. It's also pre- Tyler Bates doing okay. that track. Good. To appreciate it more because I get you, you catch it at the end. Yeah, you really have to be paying attention in order to pick up on it at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's it, during the credits that I realized I was like, oh shit, that's yeah. It, yeah. It's it's literally I was like, I'm pretty sure he's saying holy shit balls mm-hmm. as he turned the corner and like the music was going to fade out because he's going to have that last little interaction. Right, and his thirty seconds ultimately fails, which yeah. is fantastic. Of course, love that it doesn't clichably work. Right. If it was supposed, I think that's exact. That's exactly what he didn't do ver, a very good job. I thought he actually did a pretty. He good did job a pretty good job. With the Thirty seconds that he was given. Yeah, yes, absolutely. he did a pretty good job. But he definitely didn't do enough. If I was in Fire Fist shoes, I would have done. I would have done the exact same thing. Well, I don't think there's anything he could have done in thirty seconds in that amount of time that would have Fair. changed Fire Fist's mind, and it works. Yeah, and then eventually he he takes the bullet for yeah. For fire fist, for muscle, yep. but before that, he puts the, the collar, collar on. back on because that's the only right. way for it to actually have an effect. Yes, that part when initial the so Russell knows that yeah. he actually was going to die yeah, for right, it. and that was the one thing that kind of threw me off initially because he drops the collar off me like there's only one thing left to do. And he Pops the collar out. Yeah, you thought he was going to try to get it on Russell. Yeah, or some... Like, I was just, just confused why he had it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was before Cable even went to grab the gun. So then he throws it on and jumps in front of the... Uh, yeah. Incredibly powerful with just the right amount of comic relief wedged in there. Because he has, like, the final words and then he's like, nope, not yet. That dragged on... You'd expect it to drag on long... But even for that, it dragged a little bit long. It did. It did drag a little <laughs> long. I think I'm not positive. That's the same music they played over Logan's death. Correct? With it could be that one. That wasn't. That would be hysterical. I'm pretty sure it is. That's that, fantastic if they did. That's, it's that's the same. Again, very, brilliant. very similar. Because again, Log- Logan has phenomenal movie. That that death scene is pretty long. Yeah. Because it's a long time coming. Yeah. So I guess that's what they're. But the thing is with Logan Wait, which, is... It, which, which scene are we saying is pretty long? Because I don't think the Logan one's that long. 
I think the Deadpool one is longer. I remember seeing oh, the Deadpool one is longer. The, the, well, it's definitely longer. It's longer as a joke, but they're making fun of, I think, the how long the Logan one was. It might not have been long for oh. you. I thought it was a tad too long. Yeah, I never really considered the Logan one to be long. I think it's because I'm crying when I watch it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is well done. So this is what it feels like. Yeah. This is what emotions feel like. Yeah, the Logan one is... I'm perfectly fine with the length, but I could see somebody saying it's a touch yeah. too long. And then to make that joke, to really draw that they joke easily out. easily doubled or tripled the length of Oh, it. easily. Because he does the, I'm going to, this is it, I'm going into the light now. I'm back. Okay, no, I guess oh, not. It's just so hard to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just not great. It was long, but it worked. Yep. Yeah, it did work. And then he, we get we get the payoff of him crossing that threshold and getting to be with Vanessa again. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, what song is that? It's "Take on Me." Take on yeah, me. That's it was, what it it was the it's the unplugged version. Yes. Yeah, "Take on Me" and by Summer Solstice. Uh huh. Well, I didn't me. do the version we get. Yes, Summer Solstice MTV unplugged Summer Solstice. I'm going to play the soundtrack later. Okay. And we'll find out for sure. Uh, that, that moment, that, that hit me in the feels hard. Like, I feel like they they leaned into emotion harder than I expected going into it, which just threw me off a bit. But by the time we get to that moment, I'm now readjusted to the feels that they're trying to give me, and I'm I'm a wreck. I'm not crying, but I'm I'm a bit of a wreck in that moment. And when she says, kiss me like you miss me, Red. Yeah. For the second... Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he crosses a threshold, and he doesn't... He's not he burned turns, anymore. He's no, he, to Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yeah, he's Ryan Reynolds again. And then you get... I mean, it's it's fairly stereo, uh, stereotypical. Um, isn't the word. It's a... Uh, cliche? Cliche. That's a good word. Thank you. Fairly cliche, the you can't stay here. It's not your... T- it's not our time yet. Yeah. You've got stuff to do back there. And he's like, nah, bitch, like, I'm, I'm good. Staying. It's like, no, Cable's not going to let you stay. Yeah. All right, the name of the album is Summer Solstice. Okay. Okay. Got <laughs> good. We're both right. Yes. Everyone's right. Hey. Uh, Something I never noticed, I didn't realize with that, my girlfriend actually pointed it out to me when she's dead. It clicked in my head. It makes perfect sense. I don't know if you guys know how much about Deadpool comics. He's in love with death, and they basically turned her into death. For oh. all intents and purposes with I death. I thought that was Thanos that was in love with death. Thanos is in love with death. I think Deadpool's also... I could see that. Makes sense. Unless me name. and my girlfriend are both remembering it wrong. But yeah, right. so I think that's really like a nice touch that they ended up turning her into death, who Deadpool loves, and every time he dies he gets to see her, but he doesn't get to stay. Yeah. That would suck. It's I wonder like, if he would... Like, it's tragic, but it's beautiful. Yeah. This was like, like a character moment. Would he have preferred to stay? Yes. Absolutely, right? 100%. He wanted to. Yeah. That's why he... He doesn't... As much as he wanted to save the kid, and that was... Well, he did save the kid. He He saved the kid, he saved the timeline, he saved everything, and he wanted to finally be with Vanessa again. And he was done. You know, he was... He was done done the moment that he misses with the cream cheese spreader. Yeah, for the... As as, as soon as that cream cream cheese spreader hits the doorframe instead of the dude's forehead... He's ready to go. Yep. That's right, why like he's, he's grieving at that point. Yeah. You know, that's, but that's... I don't think he ever really comes out of it. Like, he, you know, if he dies, he dies. So be it. And then he gets, you know, jolted back. Why? Because Cable uses his last charge. Yeah. 
Okay, so Cable explains his time travel ability where, because Deadpool even asked, why don't you go back to when he was a baby? Because he can only slide twice. He can only slide twice, he can't slide that far back, and he needs the other one to go forward oh, back, after yeah. he completes his mission. And they kind of rip off, I don't even know if it's a rip off of Back to the Future. Back to the Future uses a Polaroid picture mm-hmm. to, he uh. the bear. He has the bear. So, I mean, it fits, it works. Yeah, it works. I mean, great movies I, borrow. Yeah. Yes. Or good movies borrow, great movies steal. <laughs> tip of the hat. Definitely a tip of the hat. Yeah. There's a lot of borrowing in this. This movie made me think of a lot of other movie moments. I like, think it's supposed to. Yes. Yeah. Like, even when um when Deadpool crosses to Vanessa and turns back into Brian Reynolds' pre, pre-injury, pre-burns, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I thought of Field of Dreams. Now that, you, now that you were, like, the sentence you were saying leading up to that... It just clicked in my head. I was like, he's going to say feel the dream. Yes, yep, when, feel the dream. <laughs> when Archie Graham crosses over... The cornfield. Yep. The, I guess the foul line, not even oh, a yeah, foul yeah, yeah. line, like that threshold to leave the field, he turns back into Burt Lancaster. <laughs> and, uh, but that's a tragic scene because you can't go back. Mm. Right? That, oh, that, that's, that's a heartbreaking moment. I haven't seen that movie in a while. It's a good movie. Yeah. Highly recommend. I mean, I've seen it. I know it's good. Did you hate the, the, him dying and coming back in this? Do you think it fits enough? Because I thought of you, I'm like, this sequel hates when people do No, because time travel's an established thing. Okay, so you don't you don't feel it cheapens the moment? And it doesn't cheapens the moment, okay. because again... It I, is very comic book. Yes. It's completely comic book. I when I see movies in the theater, I was explaining this to somebody else, because um, I, was, I got into a discussion about the length of previews. And how it's 20 to 25 minutes. And someone's going, like, oh my god, I had 45 minutes of pre-. I'm like, you did not have 45 <laughs> minutes of previews. Yeah, it's, it's not more than 25 minutes. And they're like, how do you know? I'm like, because I see a lot of movies. I've timed it every time. I sit down, I, I take my journal. phone, I put it in the cup holder, I look at the time when the previews start, and I look at the time when the previews are over. It's always in the 20 to 25 minute range. Yeah. So... I have my phone in the cup holder. I know this movie's an hour and 59 minutes. I look at my phone. I'm like, he's coming back. And it fits. It's perfect. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming back. I mean, and I also think that this doesn't sully the moment because the more gut-wrenching emotional moment is... His him being in that afterlife moment with Vanessa and him getting ripped out of that. I agree with you a thousand percent. Yeah, that's more the the gut wrench than... The death they, they make a joke out of. Yeah. It's him crossing the threat and him not being able to stay yeah. is is the moment. Yeah, I, S- I agree with you guys. 100%. So, um... I was just thinking you were going to hate it. No. Was, no. I'm glad you didn't. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I was worried about that. <laughs> and then... The fast-forwarding. Yeah. Amazing! I love that. Because I, I was really wor- I was really wondering what that... What the... I don't... I've already seen this. Like, as great of an action sequence as it was, I don't want to see it again immediately. As much as I enjoyed the sequence of events that took place, I don't have to see it again. I almost thought they were going to show it to us again. That would have been been another 10 minutes. Yeah, another 10 minutes. Yes, and I love the fact that the lead coin comes back into play because they introduced it as a prop earlier into the movie. And they used it correctly. And I I saw it coming as soon as he patted the... uh, the front of Deadpool's... See, see, he said the word swipe right, so it, I, for me, I thought that it was like this, like he did like this motion, like not a pat, but like a, like mm-hmm. a slide. I mean, he, he did slide in... And that's, that's, and that's yeah. what, and that's what, it like all clicked, I was like, oh shit. Originally I thought something. he was just patting to make sure, like the bullet wound was fine, like yeah. it wasn't there anymore. 
I don't oh, I, I, I thought of there was two instances where I, I saw it coming. It was that with the coin, and then after the fact with <laughs> with the, with the cab. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it coming oh, yeah. from a mile away, yeah, yeah. but it was so perfect. Karma's gonna be a bitch to this guy. I knew someone was killing him. <laughs> yeah, I heard you coming the last thirty seconds. <laughs> I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> Depender killing him because you know he's. He's there. He's going to do something. Yeah. They're not going to forget about him. This movie's way too clever to forget yeah. about a character. So yeah. I'm going to shove the brown guy up the red guy's ass. I'm going to go back. Yeah, you should go back to the cab. <laughs> so Cable makes a huge sacrifice there because yep. he uses his charge to go back. Now, he can't go back to his time, but knowing that his family is okay is enough, enough for him. him. Yeah, and he's going to help fix the timeline getting shitty. And also, underrated thing that I thought of it's kind of like an actor being an actor within a movie. The fact that Cable did that and then played things out the exact same way as they did the first time. Yes. Knowing that Deadpool wasn't... Like, he took the same exact shot, did everything the same, and it still worked out. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. Me. That was cool. Because he could have just... If, not anything, shot. if anything's off, it, the plan... Yeah. And fails. he can't... Well, the thing is, he can't not shoot. Because yeah. if he doesn't not shoot... He has to hit the same exact spot. Well, he does also... That's a whole other thing. He yeah. has to hit the same spot. But if he doesn't... If he just realizes what he's... What Deadpool's willing to do and doesn't pull the trigger, it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't you know? get through to Russell. Yeah, right. exactly. That he's but, willing to die for. Yeah. Now, it's funny that you mentioned that the cheap of the moment and that you thought of me when that happened. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the after the credit stuff. <laughs> All right, we'll do after credit stuff and then I gotta read John's email and then we'll do favorite, least favorite. Yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. I love the jokes in the after the credit. Don't get me wrong. Very enjoyable. But the fact that he goes back and saves Vanessa, that cheap is the moment for me. That was weird. That was really weird. I don't think that's going to be canon. I really hope not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I actually forgot that he did that in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I remember now, but yeah. I hope that's not canon. I thought it was just a gag. Yeah, I'm hoping it's just a gag. Yeah. But the other ones, the, the rest of them are fantastic. Hilarious. He only saves Peter. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna shit about Shatterstar and Zeitgeist. No, Peter, just leave. Walk. Just, just walk this, away. This whole adventure has been pretty scary so far. Yeah. Walk. Go home. <laughs> Him going back to uh, uh, Wolverine Origins. Oh God. <laughs> he just shoots. He repeatedly shoots his own. <laughs> yep. Corpse. Well, the funny thing was like it, you have the uh, the actual scene. Wade, is that you? They finally figured out a way to shut you up. He gets his head, he got blown up, and he's like, hey, hey, Logan, just me. No, no, no scratchy, scratchy. That's like the closest that we're probably ever going to get to Hugh Jackman being in a Deadpool movie, right? Correct. So probably, yeah. So it, it's fine. We'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take I it. I will gladly we'll take it. cameo in this. And then Ryan Reynolds being like, I made it. The, it's funny, the big times he's got the Green Lantern script. Yes. <laughs> blows, Deadpool blows uh, the brains out of Ryan Reynolds and says, you're welcome, Canada. And walks off the screen. <laughs> yes, good. I was very happy. That was not the original. Uh, that was not all of the original. One of the original post-credit scenes was him sliding back to uh, Baby Hitler and strangling. Right. Yes, strangling I read that Hitler. too. And they were like, "That's a little much." They, too they, much. they do make that joke early on. They do like, exactly. I hope that's a deleted scene somewhere. Probably. Oh, God, I hope. I'll so. let you know it's on Blu-ray. <laughs> Um, I might also get this Blu-ray. So yeah, the fact, yeah, I didn't like the fact that he says that kind of cheap in the moment. For it is after the movie. Um, I did read an interview with the writers. They're not using time travel anymore going forward, which is good. 
They can't. They can't. Well, they fixed his... It's a, it's a mid credit scene. Yeah, it probably doesn't mean anything. I don't anything. think it counts as canon that they fixed it. But although the MCU credit scenes count, right? Because they lead into Yeah, but this things. isn't the MCU. Right. They so, can do whatever they want. The last post-credit scene that we got from Deadpool was him... Essentially reenacting Ferris Bueller's day off. But he said we're going to do cable in the next one. And that's true. He told the truth. Right. So. Or no, wasn't it it more sarcastic? What, do you want us to get, like, cable? No. No, he said. He said. Oh, he just said. We're going to have cable. We're going to have cable. Which is great that they they did it because they had to follow through with it, right? Put put them, uh, box them into a corner, but they came through. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. All right. So the email is what we're doing next? Yeah, we got an email from John just talking about Deadpool real quick. Okay. <laughs> you do know that guy from somewhere. John writes, Hey Zeros, I saw Deadpool 2 last night, and frankly, I was a bit let down. Aww. I know. Something seemed off to me as if it was missing the magic of the first one. I found that I liked the Easter eggs, cameos, and extra scenes more than the full movie. CGI Juggernaut looked weird. Aww. Maybe I'm in the minority on this, but anyway, here's my question. Was the marketing for this movie better than the actual movie? I thought so, at least. Looking forward to your takes on Deadpool 2, John. That's a tough question, actually. I mean, I think the movie is great, and the marketing was, like, really extensive, so they did a good job marketing this movie. It was kind of everywhere, but it definitely wasn't better than the movie. I don't pay attention to that stuff normally. I know... I saw the 7-Eleven commercial. That's kind of... I know know a Deadpool movie's coming out. I don't watch a lot of TV anymore to see TV spots. Well, this is the Celine Dion video that everyone was talking about. Yeah. I mean... I think the movie's better than the marketing because I also and that music video is also directed by David Leach. Wow. <laughs> well, this this conversation has has changed my tune a bit about this movie, but because I was with him, like it's not that this movie was bad. I just felt like it a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I just was expecting something different. But I think when I go into it next time, I'm going to be like, yeah, fuck, this movie is really good. <laughs> it was just one of those weird things. Like as I was walking, I was like, did I? Not love that as much as I thought I was going to. So, see it again, John. Yeah, John, see it again. I'll go with you. Yeah. I didn't use my movie pass for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. We can go and see it again. I, I think that it's it's worth a a second watch, and I think that you'll appreciate it a little more. I debated going yesterday, and I, I saw it two days ago. I almost went... I saw it last night. I almost went this afternoon. I would see it again this week, but we have to see another movie this week. Yeah, that's so. true. It sucks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to try to see two movies... But thanks for your thoughts, John. I'm sorry that they differ from two-thirds of ours to all of ours. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll go all. So favorite, least favorite? favorite least favorite. I said my favorite. It's the uh, it's the transfer, the convoy. Okay. That that whole sequence of events leading part where the big reveal happens with the juggernaut is my favorite. Love every aspect of it. Least favorite, I guess... Uh, Probably my only criticism thus far is uh, shoehorning that uh, Domino went to the Essex Academy. That's a fair point. I just, it, it didn't really fit for me. I think they could have done a more clever job of introducing it, but not that kind of movie. I get it. Just didn't work for me. My favorite scene is like literally nothing. It's just a complete one-off. It's uh, when they're at the facility, when they're chasing after Russell. Uh, Deadpool turns to Cable and says, give me one of those guns. He's like, no. He's like, oh, that's okay. I'll just use this brick. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I find myself quoting that line constantly. <laughs> I just love his delivery. He's like, that's fine. I'll just use this brick. That's great. Maximum effort. Nice. <laughs> Next guy with a brick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Baby legs. My favorite. Yeah. I fair. fucking <laughs> loved that moment. I figured. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> loved it. Uh, least favorite for me... 
was the first, not like the the very very first like ten fifteen minutes, but like the early section of this film when we got more emotion than joke. I was very confused and put off by it. Um, it so it took me a little. It just took me a little little longer to get into this movie. Whereas with the first Deadpool, I feel like it just starts and doesn't stop, and it stays on that note and hits that note constantly. Much why I love that movie. This one, uh, it just took me a little while to for me to find its groove. And once I found that groove, I enjoyed it. So early parts of the movie. It was really hard for me to pick a least favorite. Yeah, of this movie, yeah. I think it's the fact that the death scene just lingers too long for me. Like yeah. I, I started to be like, enough's enough. I understand the joke they're going for, and then exactly. they nailed the joke that they're going for, but I'm like, we could we could hurry this up. You could go see Vanessa now. We could get to that scene. Because <laughs> I know it's coming. Yeah, I know that I'm going to lose it. It's just so hard to go. <laughs> up, up, wait, now I feel it. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. Stay away from the light. No, I have to go to the light this time. It's weird. So, is that all we got? Yeah, that's I think it. so. All right, that's our coverage of Deadpool 2. What we're going to do now is assign a rating to Deadpool 2 using our Infinity Stone scale from 1 to 6. 1 is the low end, 6 is the high end. If you give it 6 stones, you can also give it a gauntlet, which is the highest score possible. And let's find out what we all think that Deadpool 2 deserves. Corey, Corey, you go first. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I hate when I have to go first. I know, that's why I said I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, you know what, This I, I thought coming into tonight that I was going to give this a lower rating than Deadpool 1, than what I gave Deadpool 1. This conversation changed my mind. It, it helped me work through some of the stuff I didn't appreciate in real time and makes me really want to go back and see it again. I don't think it's any better. I think it hits emotional stuff better for sure, but as an overarching movie, I don't think it's that much better. So I'm giving it the exact same rating. I'm going to give it five stones. Still very high amount of stones. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I look forward to Deadpool 3. Fair. Sequel, what do you think? This movie kind of confirmed something for me, something I kind of already knew about myself, is I guess I prefer more emotional movies than I do uh, comedies. And this movie was like a bit of both for me, so that's why I kind of appreciate this one more than I do um, the first Deadpool. I like the fact that it was like a roller coaster of emotions, like the highs were really high, the lows were really low, and it, it, you, you feel a little bit of everything. So I really appreciate that aspect of it. Um, the first Deadpool was a proclaimed love story. This one was a proclaimed family film. I'm very excited what they do, to see what they do for Deadpool 3. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm going to give this one six stones. Wow! Yeah, it's... it's what did you give one? Four or three, I don't remember. Yeah. But again, we got to re-rate all those early yeah. films. Cause would it go up? Do you think Deadpool oh, would absolutely. go up? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Okay. It's um, going to go down. <laughs> I mean, I, we're so early on, I think I gave Civil War a five that I'm like, I don't know how <laughs> this is going to go. Yeah, I wasn't sure. For the too. rest of this, so um, retroactively, I, I would bump up the first one to probably a five, but this one I, I feel is a full stone better. For okay. me. Yeah, that's fair. But it doesn't get the gauntlet. It's not, no, it's not a gauntlet movie, it's just... Six stones, no gauntlet. Yeah. It's definitely one that's uh, worth visiting again. Cool. This movie made me sad about things. It made me sad about the fact that Disney will one day will own everything because Fox has really been killing it with these R-rated, gritty, not gritty, but like realistic comic book movies because we have the two Deadpools and Logan, which are absolutely phenomenal, and with Disney owning that, we don't get those movies. Yeah. So I hope when that happens, they let Fox continue to do their thing with this kind of stuff under the Fox name or something. Right. 
But yeah, so I started this podcast and what I've been watching by re-upping Deadpool to five stones. I'm also going to give Logan retroactively six stones because I never actually did, but I changed my tune on that movie a long time ago. Yeah. That movie was great. This movie is full of so many cool things and cameos. Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk are the two rednecks. It is Alan Tudyk. Wow. That's the only one I can recognize Alan Tudyk. That conversation that they were having... That's so fucking weird. It was... I... I had a similar conversation earlier in the week before that's, I saw the movie. That's interesting. That's amazing. I'll tell you guys after the show. Okay, <laughs> good. I love that uh, when Wade gets covered in the rubble, his suit is gray. His X-Force suit is gray in the comics. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a great touch. I'm stalling so I can say more things about the movie. I'm done now. I'm giving this movie absolutely six stones because I loved it. And like I said, when I left the movie I, theater, I couldn't wait to watch it again. I still can't because I haven't seen it again yet. Recency bias could be a thing. I could talk myself into giving it a gauntlet, but I'm not going to. So, six stones, definitely. I, this movie was so good. I might give it six stones. <laughs> Honestly, it, 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 I might give it an extra stone by next week. I'm going to see it again. It's just, good. We'll find out. Yeah. We didn't talk about Cable's awesome shield, either. No, we didn't get to talk about a lot of stuff. There's a lot to unpack in this movie. All right. So that is our coverage of Deadpool 2. If you want to let us know what you thought of Deadpool 2 like John did, you can send us an email over to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom! I appreciate that you pause now and let me finish saying the dot com so it's easier. We're never going to catch you off guard ever. You know? No. It's, I'm always going to expect it. Exactly. we have to switch <laughs> it up. We'll figure something out. We'll get you. We'll deal with boom after hello, fellow zeros. <laughs> <laughs> hello, fellow zeros. Boom! No! <laughs> starting again. <laughs> Where else can they go, Corey? Oh, is the, did we, oh, yeah, I guess we're done, right? I got boomed. That's true. <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter, at ZTH Podcast, or if you have a, a picture of you in your X-Men trainee penny, you can take a picture of that on Instagram and send that to us at ZTH Podcast. I want one of those so bad. Those I'll find one for you. Thank you. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast, or search for us in the uh, Facebook search bar, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an ES. I don't know why I have to say that every time. I think they get it at this point. You can stop if you want. You can stop anytime you want. I'm just very scripted, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it I, is very scripted, I know this the, part. I know the feeling, and I hate it. <laughs> also, go on the iTunes, speaking of scripted. <laughs> Find us on there, and give us a five-star rating. That's the maximum number of stars for maximum effort. Hey! And if you want to leave a review on there, I'll read it as if it was an email, but a shorter version. And we'd appreciate it. And if you don't want to do all that, that's, that sounds like too much work. Just tell people about the show. Especially, we just came out with our 100th episode. If they don't want to hear us talk about movies, they can hear us answer questions and talk about casting in superhero movies. We've got a little something for everyone. We do. Next time, we're going to be doing another new release movie, our second in a row. It's Solo, A Star Wars Story. The face the sequel's making right now. That's fun. We'll see how that goes. It has a decent rating. So far. Curious you're going to have a full crew for that. Or cl- or Probably. I additional... can almost guarantee no. We'll see. Okay. So thank you for joining us for our coverage of Deadpool 2. As always, I want to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Deadpool 2 might have become it for somebody. Who knows? It will. Definitely. It definitely will. If it isn't, yeah, it will. I'm sure it has.
mine was not. Yes, it was. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. He plays Juggernaut. He does the voice of Juggernaut. Does he really? Yeah. I did not know that. (laughs) I just assumed that it... Okay. That was a deep cut. I'm saving that one. I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) We're not at the spoiler part yet. I'll put it at the end. (laughs) This is after the credits. Everything's fine. 